In the years after the Mexican Revolution, beginning in the 1920s, Mexican authorities sought to teach new narratives about Mexico's past to its people. Here is Susan Vogel, who is a scholar of Mexican art. And the government retained uh, artists to paint the walls of public walls of Mexico. And there were, a lot of people did not speak Spanish. Um, they spoke a lot of indigenous languages. So this was an effort to um, use visual art to teach people the values of the revolution. One of the goals of this time was to honor Mexico's indigenous heritage and not just the influence of the conquering Spanish empire from centuries before. So Diego Rivera painted murals that showed the indigenous history of Mexico and showed really how amazing and it was and um, how incredible these cities were, and a lot of people didn't know it at the time. There are no photographs of ancient Tenochtitlan, of course, but there were visual representations of Tenochtitlan made by the Aztecs found in the codices. Diego Rivera had some of these to go on, but mostly it was his imagination. Many books of uh, historians that had to write to, against to, to the kings in Spain describe the city as, I think, Diego Rivera did, did a fantastic job in putting it all together in one piece of art. This is Fanny Blower. I remember specifically the book that I, the books that I have read, how Cortes um, described the temple of Moctezuma as this high pyramid painted, a white pyramid with different colors around it and, and a manifestation of what they believed and how clean and organized the city was. This is Nuevas Voces, Part 2. I'm Ross Chambliss. And in this episode, we're talking about Diego Rivera's mural, The Grand Tenochtitlan. Tenochtitlan, now Mexico City, was built on a lake bed. That meant there was a lot of water everywhere. So there's all these islands, and there's causeways running across, connecting the islands. There are urban areas, buildings. There are markets. There are people looking out over a balcony. The Aztecs even engineered a series of floating islands for growing crops like maize or corn, together with beans and squash, staples of the Aztec diet. The city also hosted a large marketplace. The marketplace is bustling with people selling deer, feathers, minerals, fruits and vegetables, flowers, cacao, artwork, and even gold. The Aztec city even had its own medical center, which included steam baths and a variety of herbs used as medicine. Uh, it's a, extremely organized, architecturally designed and engineered metropolis that probably had about 200,000 people at the time. For Fanny and modern Mexicans, this representation of the ancient city has special meaning. Mexicans can even point to their own neighborhoods, shown in Diego Rivera's mural. I grew up in the, in that area that where the market used to be it's called Tlatelolco. Tlatelolco is the, was the, the sister community of Tenochtitlan, which is only about two miles away, and that's where the market would establish. Um, still, there is a plaza in Mexico City that is called the Plaza de las Tres Culturas, the Three Cultures Plaza, uh, and the, the reason why it's called the Three Cultures is because you can actually see the remnants of the pyramids that... Uh, 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 archaeological sites where the market used to be, the church that later was built during uh, the colonialism made of the same stones that were the, of the pyramids that were destroyed. And then in 1960s, uh, they decided to develop the first urban community um, 
as a city within a city in Latin America in 1960s in the 1960s so hmm. I am from there <laughs> I was I grew up seeing these three manifestations of my culture in one place For many Rivera's mural helps us to realize the complexity and the advanced development of these indigenous cultures something that has often not been taught especially in the US For me this this painting is especially powerful uh, just because growing up in the states I didn't get a lot of this history and so it was really um the first time that I got to see the complexity of of these cultures um I think at this time period this city rivaled what was happening in Europe and I think that's probably why the Spanish were so astonished because they arrived thinking oh we're going to have these primitive beings and in some cases they were equally or more advanced than us um also the fact that you have indigenous people uh painted on here I, you know most art that that I would see uh that is valued uh, tends to be european and so here you i see some beautiful brown faces and so as a chicano that definitely meant a lot to me uh and and this is still one of my favorite paintings from david rivera uh, that i still marvel at you can see a photograph of diego rivera's 1945 mural the grand tenochtitlan which today is found in the national palace in mexico city at our website and home for this podcast artismexut.org Luis Lopez, Fanny Blauer, and Susan Vogel are, of course, the regular hosts of this podcast. This is made possible by a grant from the Utah Humanities. And thanks to KCPW, Salt Lake Public Radio, for the studio space. Music you heard in this episode comes from Ricardo Lozano and Jorge Ramos. Nuevas Fosis is produced and edited by me, Ross Chambliss.